keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike two, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, Dan St. Germain event. As always, Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty uh, Chaps yeah, in the building, brother. Mr. Zach Attack, which someday he'll be comfortable enough with us to <laughs> Let us give him to a let nickname. Let us call him that. <laughs> <laughs> or something, some sort of thing that's remotely catchy, rather than I mean, Zach Attack just sounds like what's on your trapper keeper. Zach Attack, yeah, yeah. like if, yeah. Every kid names that. You definitely wrote Attack after your name a few times, right? Uh, when I was, I don't know, three or four, I only referred to myself as Zach Attack. <laughs> Beautiful man. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great name. Yeah, it just works right. Just works right. <laughs> Putting the slaughterhouse in slaughterhouse, Scott. Just works right. Something about the word Zach really goes well <laughs> with, with attack. attack. I don't know what it is. I don't I know quite we... what it is. Maybe something with the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's get to the 10 count. Number one, ding, CM ding. Punk on FS1. You hear your voice? <laughs> the exhaustion in it it's well, I, like to at be this fair, point i talked about it on the ringer yesterday too but so i want to i want to hear your take on it scott because okay. uh, the ringer heard my take on it look if you want my take on it go check out the ringer uh mass man podcast if you were one of the how many I think it was what 170, 180,000 people. Zach, jump in here if who watched this. You know Initially, I was like, "Cool, a straight up interview with CM Punk is is fine, right? I'm it going wasn't, great." It didn't break two hundred thousand, right? No, 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 no. You know, a, a simple interview. I go, "Okay, yeah, this is nice. It was yeah. it was nice to hear him go, uh, you know, kind of comment on the product." Yes. Next thing <laughs> you fucking know, <laughs> this goddamn goober. <laughs> Is cutting a promo on Tom Arnold. <laughs> and like in a really bad, like in a like a, like he went to an it improv was up 80%. show and they were like, CM Punk's here, everybody. CM Punk, come on stage. Do some funny stuff. And he's like, name a movie star. And they were like, Tom Arnold. And he's like, Tom Arnold. Married to Roseanne, Tom Arnold? That's literally what he says. Uh, tattoo on your butt of Roseanne Tom Tom Arnold. I'm sick of these, and it's like he says nothing. He's like uncomfortable. It's like supposed yeah. to kind of be cool. Paige is like her fuck his fucking flavor flav. She's just in the background, like whoa, like he's scorching fucking earth. He said nothing. What what I like to think is that someone who works for that fucking shit show texted Tom Arnold 
and was like, hey, could you tweet about the show tonight? Because Phil has some things he wants to say. <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk about it on The Ringer, but, you know, my, my main point was, okay, CM Punk may not be serving WWE anymore, but he's serving Fox. So now he's got to do stuff. He's serving like American some sort of like demonic force. <laughs> he clearly American is being promo. forced to do this. We yeah. haven't seen AJ Lee. We haven't. Well, we've seen her. Yeah, maybe that. You think they kidnapped AJ? Yeah, I think she's... Undertaker kidnapped her. <laughs> Put her on the Ministry Cross. It's really just so unappealing. And and I told you and Lawrence maybe yesterday in a text message something really funny about what Lawrence texted. I was like, because Lawrence texted us the Phil Hartman thing at like 11 a.m. yesterday. I'm mean, not Phil Hartman, Tom Arnold. Yeah, that's very, Sorry. very big difference, by the I way. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I wish I was fucking Phil Hartman. I don't know what I was going to say. Something about shoot me in the face. His wife killed him. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus. so listen. This is what I'm trying to get at. I'm sorry, my knee is fucked up. Okay, so yeah, Scott came in here wobbling. Like I know an these old wrestlers. It's like they go through so much to finally hurt themselves, and then like I drive for like a little more than two <laughs> hours, and my knee just doesn't work anymore. Um. Anyway, what what was I saying about this this gar- Oh 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 yeah. So you know, uh, Mike Lawrence texted yeah. uh, you and I uh, yesterday at like 11 a.m. Me and Mike Lawrence. The the uh, Tom Arnold promo, and then I was like, yeah, I actually saw that first thing. I woke up and I was like, I didn't even bother texting you guys because I didn't want to rant. And he was like, that's what this threat is for. <laughs> he was like, so it doesn't affect you in real life. And I'm like, yeah, no, it doesn't affect me. I don't care about this. It's just like, it it gives me douche you were chills. Pr- you were upset. I was not upset. The first time. I wasn't not upset. this week. The first time you were upset. No, I wasn't upset. It just came off like that. I wasn't upset. <laughs> I feel like we're in a weird therapy it's session It's via text now. message. That's why <laughs> I can't go to therapy. About wrestling. That's why you can't go to therapy? Yeah, because they're going to try to tell me I'm upset about things I don't give a fuck about, like CM Punk uh, and my dad's death. Yeah. <laughs> 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 These things don't fucking phase me, dude. This has been a. I'm AW all the way. This has been another session of (laughs) Guy from New Jersey. Dude, it really is like it's just. You look at it. You know what it reminds me of? Um, like the the Bill Hicks, uh, Jay Leno rant. Uh, Like you know, comedians beef with Jay Leno. uh, Yeah. In the '90s, like this thing where it was like apparently he was really a phenomenal stand-up comic. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was tremendous. And then he kind of like sold his soul or whatever the fuck, however you want to you know perceive it. And, And and that's what it feels like. It's just. It just really is. Uh, it's I don't know. Name a punk rock guy. I don't. I don't listen to fucking loser music. But name like a, a legendary punk. punk guy or something like a rapper. Johnny Rotten. Johnny right? Yeah, but that was bullshit, right? It's just anyway. It's just like it, it's like he signed Sid with Nancy? fucking Disney or something. It's just very uncomfortable to see, and you just feel bad for him. It's like well, I did you like know what it's like. Segment. It's like you ever see Ellen like when. Some people go on Ellen, and you go, "Oh God, you shouldn't." This is not the thing you shouldn't you should go be on, on Ellen. But CM Punk is not a guy who goes on Ellen, and now essentially, he's Ellen. He's just hosting <laughs> he's not Ellen. Ellen. He's fucking Ellen, dude. He's dancing around essentially, <laughs> fucking Tom Arnold. It's so embarrassing. Even this week, his music hits, and then it's just silence. Well, to be fair, uh, you know, El- Ellen's career survived the '90s, and Tom Arnold's did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so give her some credit here. Married anyway, to Roseanne, Tom Arnold, what a fucking loser, dude. 
I'm so disappointed. Maybe they'll turn man. things around. He was our favorite wrestler forever. Hey, on the bright side, if AJ Lee did come back, I, I'd love to see her again, especially in this landscape. She Why? was great. I liked AJ. So she could wrestle? Who gives yeah. a shit? <laughs> Jesus. Are you going to you're gonna watch good. an AJ Lee match and go, finish. wow. Wow. I don't know Thank about God wow, but I think that there's some interesting lineups. If, 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 if Trish and Charlotte put on a pretty good match at SummerSlam, yeah, I could see some good matches that she was in. So I'm just over that whole family, man. That whole family. There's two of them. <laughs> and I think they have the like a dog. Family. Uh, number two, Randy Orton is Kenny Powers. Dude, this guy. I mean, if you want to talk about... He is wild. <laughs> so like it was him and his wife's anniversary, right? First off, he's not hiding the fact that he was just... Completely bullshitting about like fighting any of those indie guys. Wait, what do you? Well, I mean, he. Did, I mean, clearly he didn't oh. really want to go to New Japan. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this whole time he's like Will Osprey, like, a lot wow, of potential. It's like Randy Orton wants to get his dick sucked and he wants to flush money down the toilet. <laughs> and he wants to get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he was not. Yeah. He was that. Remember, we all, we all, we all fucking. We all bit that mound of bullshit Dude, when he's, he's like, like Sammy Guevara. There's a good guy. yeah. He's got like that. And, and the office knew thing that was the one him. thing that I heard is that like the office knew that he was fucking with them like the whole time. Oh really? And they're like, he's gonna stay here, but we're just gonna have to deal with this for a couple months. If look, that company knows that Randy Orton does not love professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> they know. I mean, Triple H has said it so many times where it's just like, yeah, he could have been like the greatest ever. Randy Orton could be the greatest wrestler of all time. And instead, he's just getting blown on fucking private. It's so much cooler Dude, than being the greatest wrestler He had ever. a private... Okay, so since Randy Orton has signed this new contract, uh, he's gotten a private jet chartered. Uh, and then he went to this casino. But I looked at it, it was like in his hometown, so... Yeah, yeah, it was like St. Louis. <laughs> like, yeah. It's essentially me driving to Atlantic City. <laughs> like, that's like... <laughs> This is like my second wire reference this week, but that's like in 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 the wire when like when uh, Marla makes a lot of money, he's like, let's celebrate, let's go to Atlantic City, <laughs> you know, like. Well, yeah, it was like a Hilton Inn. Actually, they were like at like a place that like I would stay at. <laughs> no, I think that they were at a nicer place. I do think that he was at. Maybe you're right. No, it was no totally Four fucking... Seasons Hotel, dude. Oh, that's Four fancy? Seasons is real fancy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Four Seasons real fancy, but. Uh, the best part about this, you he had the temperature set. He had the temperature set in the room. <laughs> Guess what it was set to? to Guess, what it was set to? Guess what it was set to? Sixty-nine degrees. <laughs> and it was a teaser. He said to what he would be eating later. So he's <laughs> he's like, wait for dessert. And then he's, he kept like he's like, just a good He kept telling time. his wife. <laughs> he kept telling his wife. He goes, "You get it? You know what he's yeah. like." You get what I'm talking about, right? He's, like, yeah, I he's get what you're talking about. He's just Barstool Sports, dude. He's like, he is <laughs> he is a fucking bro and a half. He likes playing Fortnite. How much, how much money is that? Dropping the, the, the chillest end bombs you've ever seen. <laughs> so he's he probably put like chilling, 10 grand on dude. that table. Yes. That's not Floyd Mayweather money. No. That's <laughs> not. But he's living thousands. happily. He's, I, living, he's, he's, real, he's real happy. He rules, man. I really hope they they just start letting these guys be themselves on television. Imagine that heel. Um, (laughs) 
Or that I face, heard, however you want to perceive it. I heard through the grapevine that somebody, this is a, 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 a unsubstantiated uh, story, but I did hear through the grapevine that there was one night, I guess, and this guy used to work for the company, or girl, whoever this is, yes. um, that they. they didn't, they're like, Randy Orton showed up, and they're like, uh, Randy, we don't, we don't have anything for you tonight. And he goes, what? He's like, yeah, I'm sorry, we just don't, we don't have anything to you. And he goes, Thank you so much. And he, <laughs> he literally he, he shook every oh every production goodness. assistant's hand. Like, and my my, my friend was. Uh, I asked I asked my friend. I'm like, was it a bit? And they were like, no. He was like, I've never seen him in that great of a mood. He was just like thanking everybody. That is beautiful. And just like and went back to his hotel. Like it was the end of fucking. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Good for him. Randy Orton, maybe my favorite wrestler, by the end of the year. But for. You know the most non-markiest reasons. Yeah, he's he's that dude. <laughs> he is. Oh, that and then dude. the Tony Khan thing that he did, which, which yeah, we, they we went back. Everybody mentioned. looked pretty bad on that. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought about it a little more today. So CM Punk fucking tagged Tony Khan in like a thing of like, hey, you never know what I'm gonna say tonight, and then he like ats fucking Vince and Tony Khan. It's a little cornball loser thing to do because that's who CM Punk is now. Jesus. So then Tony Khan is totally like, not working so through Tony issues Khan, about your dad like, on this. He's like, no one's safe, and he's like, no one's safe. Uh, sounds like a like a WWE jet in Saudi Arabia or whatever, right? Which, why are you fucking mentioning Tony Khan? You didn't sign with him. Fuck off, you loser. Don't use his name to get fucking hits and shit, right? So then anyway, then Randy Orton, I guess, got pissed because he shit on the WWE. So Randy Orton brings up his dad and like shady business that he does. Now here's my issue with that. To shit on a company is one thing. To defend a company, the company you work for, by going after someone's family member is loser shit. I don't care if it's the WWE and they pay you millions of dollars. I worked at fucking CVS, right? Yeah. If someone shits on CVS, I'm not calling their mom a cunt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm dropping it. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Yeah. Why is Randy Orton defending WWE? But also, why is Tony Khan responding? Because don't bring my name into shit. That's why. He's got to be the CEO of a company, dude. It's a whole different set of rules. Well, yeah, he should have shut the fuck up. It's a whole different set of rules. I mean, you know, once you you have wearing that crown. Number three. So we'll talk a little bit about Dynamite. Hey, we're back. I just had to cut something because (laughs) apparently I said something illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't just inappropriate. It It was was actually illegal. illegal. (laughs) I suggested somebody do something that is illegal. So anyway, <laughs> I've never seen Scott like totally understand when he fucked up. <laughs> like he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we do have to get I rid really of that." I really am under the belief that if you if you get arrested for something you did not know was illegal, you could finagle your way out of it. <laughs> this is you're gonna end up in prison by law. Number three, the Jericho Scorpio Sky segment. I mean, it, it, I, I liked it. It's, it was fun. It's, it's it was very Woody Tunesy. I mean, I was straight yeah, up Looney Tunes. Yeah. It was duck season, rabbit season. I thought it was fucking adorable. Honestly, I really thought it was cute. I didn't like the Baby Yoda reference. I thought it was a little too what's trending on Twitter. Like too hip. I didn't. I, I didn't love his. You know, like I, I liked it. I liked when he was like, like the whole the whole concept of him. He's bad at being a dick. You know, yeah. when he's backstage. Oh, oh and, and so you know, I, I saw that that this morning. I saw the backstage. That, that was which, fun. that was everybody because it was yeah. yeah. 
it, but there's I, I, something. I wasn't ape shit over it, but it was fun. I, I mean, it's just hard to follow that package he did well, for he, Cody. He's doing this thing now where the type of heel he is, and I'm sure this has been done before, but I, I can't It's a comedic anybody, heel. Where he's not funny, and it's funny. Like, he can't fail because if it's... Yeah, although that segment was genuinely funny oh, two weeks ago. It's, I think it's all been garden. kind of funny. There's something so fucking silly about this guy and this confidence and the lack of actual humor that's coming out of his mouth. Right. It's so fun to watch, and I don't know how it could fail because even if it's... So what he's doing now is like... People are like, because NXT, well, I don't know if we're going to get to this, but NXT won the ratings last night. And, um, right now. yeah, we'll bring it up. And, um, and he's just responding to fans being like, you're or whatever, like, because it, it doesn't matter. And, like, like, he retweeted something where he's like, I want 20 million views next week. Like, you know, like 20 million people watching next week. It's like to make, to turn that into the thing, because, like I said last week, he's a drunk. <laughs> so he's gonna be tweeting reckless shit, but now it's under this idea that no, he he's did, just a buffoon. He drunkenly, he's saving uh, himself. He drunkenly tweeted Jared. Uh, I mean, uh, Triple H at one point, right? Dude, that was a whole issue. He's he's just a drunk tweeter. Yeah, he he's a good time. He he posted a photo of him in front of a Longhorns <laughs> today with his belt because <laughs> remember he lost it because he was drunk two months ago. Too. <laughs> it was a good time. He's Number good. four, the Roman Reigns dog segment to open SmackDown. We all know it wasn't good. So, well, not I- only was it not good, it's like the difference between a SmackDown crowd and an AEW crowd, and I'll even say an NXT crowd because I want to include the NXT is great. Um, these people are literally just not paying attention. Like they're just like, <laughs> yeah, they can barely even hate it. Like they're just kind of talking amongst well, each other and then be- turning and going like. Boo, this sucks. And then, like, continuing well, to hang out. Well, do you think out. it's because, I mean, they're not selling out these arenas, right, Zach? Well, it's just, it's just an, it's uh, all empty yeah. sentiment. It's you don't believe in Baron Corbin. You don't believe in Dolph Ziggler. Bobby Roode is just standing there. It's it's all so fucking empty. Well, my, my question was, is this on WWE or Fox? Because for me, this seemed like kind of like very mass singery. You know, like, this is the first time I was like, oh, are we because we we start we like like like, are we going to start to see the difference between a Vince mistake and a Fox mistake? Because this felt very Fox, man. You know, they have the fucking NFL robot. They have the um, mass singer. They're like really into that sort of like they have American Idol that showcase. I I think there's more furries than we know about. (laughs) But Fox has insider information. <laughs> they have a demo. They're like, well, nobody's doing. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's really tapped into this furry demo. Look, uh, look, look. This is this is what should have happened. That should have happened. Oh no, we still have tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow yeah. night. This is so what you happens. guys are gonna watch Friday Smackdown. night SmackDown. You're probably listening to this. Either this is what needs to happen. Late night tonight or Friday. And morning. I still hate it. But they got to bring the mascot out again. Yeah. But Roman Reigns is underneath it. Yeah, that's what that's how they save predicting. it, and that's it's still absolute shit. Oh, everyone is predicting yeah. it. Yeah, see, so that's what's gonna fucking. That's a, well, they do that all the time. Like, uh, yeah, you know, whether it's Cena with the mask or um, with Dean Ambrose when he was like in that bear costume. I or... hope he fucking trips and the mask falls <laughs> off, like Shockmaster. <laughs> I'm actually like kind of rooting for Roman on that show, which is weird, just because I'm like, it just needs a, it just I need, needs a semblance of a show, you know. And at least, at least Roman, somebody, sort of structure, I can't man. believe this, but like 
Rump, there is something about being a top guy that we've seen in Roman and John Cena that's not in Seth that, like, is a little bit reassuring. And I, I don't know what yeah. that is. I, I think it's just mostly, like, it's like Michael Cole. Like, Michael Cole, I know everybody hates Michael Cole. People don't like his commentary. People think he's a hack. He's in Vince's ear. But the reason I like feel sorry for Michael Cole, and I actually think he's good at his job, I just hate his job, mm-hmm. is that he has to just be the vision of whatever this corporate entity is. Yes, yes, yes. He yes. has to be Vince McMahon. He has to become Oh, WWE. I don't think anyone else could do Michael Cole's job. Nobody anybody else could, could do Michael could Cole's job. Repeat all the shit he has to... Re- I mean, these yeah. are things he has to do. He's not just doing... These are he's like, oh, this will be a fun idea. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, people that you remember from commentary that you loved, even Heenan, Gorilla, JR, and, uh, you know... Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette, one of the greatest even, he, 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 <laughs> commentators. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that. Guy. But Joey Ryan... All, not Joey Ryan, uh, Joey uh, Styles, right? From Joey ECW. Styles, yes. Like all these people that are great commentators. They didn't have to do a like a like like ninety percent of what Michael Cole has to do. No. So I feel the same way about like whoever the top guy for that company is. Like Roman, like that fucking guy must like getting abused. It's 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 not even waste the money, but. I mean, it, dude, I don't know. I was listening to uh, you sent me a video of him like in. Oh, this year. yeah, dude. I don't think I could call a person, sir, that I was working for. I'd go fucking crazy. You called him, sir. Yeah, he called Vince, sir. He's like, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's like you've been working for this guy for like 25 years and you're calling him, sir, every time you speak to him. I mean, that's part of the job. You know what I would do? And then we're back. Apparently, I said something <laughs> that's illegal. <laughs> this one was about trafficking organs. Not even anything to do with wrestling. <laughs> Scott has a side business. Check out. Um, oh, and by the way, um, speaking of side businesses, and we are in December going to uh, start doing five shows a month, and we're going to set up a paypal where you can donate so feel free to donate we're not at the level where we can have a patreon yet but uh, any donations would help just people getting to this apartment and you know if you gave a dollar it would be terrific it'd be fucking real swell man god you and me just turned into like the saddest orphans on christmas eve Number uh, five. Oh, hey, we're back to Scott. Scott's New Japan Pro Wrestling Corner. Anything we should be excited about? Anything new? Uh, yeah, there is something kind of cool going on uh, right now with New Japan. Uh, it's not to do with wrestling, though, which is fun to talk about. Um, so they're having the tag tournament um, right now. It, it, I, I promise you it is so irrelevant. But... Uh, Enzo Amore had a shoot interview. Uh, it with wasn't a shoot. Japan? He did an interview. No, no, with the that Jim Van Vliet guy or whatever. Uh, and um, and he said that Tama Tonga used his political power to make sure that he couldn't work with New Japan. So apparently, Enzo was going to work for New <laughs> Japan Pro Wrestling as what a rep. And Tama Tonga. I mean, dude, who knows? You know, like. I, I'm not gonna say it, but maybe yeah. he's maybe he would look like a big guy there. He would definitely get fucking killed. I know that. Yeah, they he would be murdered. You can't have a competitive match with like Okada murdered. if you're. Holy shit! If I mean, not even so Okada annoying. go down. It'd be it'd be hilarious to see him as like a young lion. He would. It would be great. Oh my no! Just to have him as a mouthpiece. 
For, for like the most Japanese you know what, man to be you've honest, ever seen. Like, just like the there, most. There's a few people that could. <laughs> just the most properly Japanese man ever. And then Enzo's like, this guy right here. This guy right here. <laughs> we may not come from the same hood, but we walk the same streets. <laughs> I'm taking a vote on Enzo probably would be. That's fucking great. No, number six. Survivor Series is on Sunday. What are you excited to see? We can we can tear down this whole card and talk about how the the, the rift between Raw and SmackDown is indistinguishable. So I it, will say this, and I know it's every year, but how fucking embarrassing, guys, that we watch a show that is so poorly written that people give a fuck so little about that every time they do this brand versus brand shit, they have to put the shirts on them. Otherwise, we literally wouldn't know... Yeah. Who is in what fucking show? We don't know. Besides the NXT guys, the draft guys, you don't just know. happened. Besides the NXT guys, we have no. And look, the NXT clue. thing was really fun. Uh, the first night they did it was a lot of fun. Uh, and I wouldn't even say they botched it. I think that the I think they botched it a little, but I think more so they they you know scheduled war games to be on right at the same time, which is the same type of I mean war games match is atmosphere like, should be built like Hell in a Cell used to be built. Like, oh my goodness, these men are gonna go through right. it because of whatever. And the now inner it's circle like, versus the elite should be a war games match, which apparently they're gonna do, but they're yeah, gonna call it the match beyond, and then the match you know, beyond. then they'll get sued. Yeah. So what are you excited to see on Sunday? That's okay. This 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 this, this Honestly, podcast does turn have the tendency to turn negative. It does, and then I'm turning a new leaf. <laughs> after we had to bleep out yeah. two crimes, you after, confessed after, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the matches look pretty fantastic. Um, what is it? AJ versus look um, the matches themselves look terrific and there have been a f- and people are gonna shit on me for this but the ray brock build has been really great but what happens what happens in that match i'm like genuinely I, d- does, does, Kane show, the does alaska show up and and win no, ray a title? i think that i i don't know i think he needs a reset well even it's no holds barred though i mean he could show up yeah and, and fuck him up and then ray that would be kind of fun at the very end if they're just beating on brock and then ray wins the championship that's what i'm saying yeah yeah Kane i mean and fucks him the, up. The, the the point is does though dominic is that, like, come out does dominic we're take- asking questions we're, we're saying like well what, 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 what about this this could happen that means yeah. that they booked a feud correctly yeah oh yes people I'm- who are like if you have two fans who are engaged and they're not engaged of like why did they decide to do that but it's like what's going to happen you did a good job and yes. wwe and i think a lot of this is brock lesnar who has sold for ray like you can tell he really likes he really yeah, likes yeah. he i mean he's sold for ray like crazy with yes. those i mean with those hits it looks like he's getting hit by like a like a lightsaber like he's kylo ren or some yeah, shit yeah, yeah. And, He's going against, uh, I forget what, Daisy Ridley or I don't know where This is Dan's fucking fantasy uh, <laughs> just book. To, and then He, he King, wrote about this on Reddit. And then King Trident comes <laughs> in and he forces them both to kiss. Uh, <laughs> a middle-aged Anakin. One we have not quite seen unmasked as Darth Vader. <laughs> arrives. Derobed. What are you talking about, Dan? <laughs> Derobed. <laughs> Proc- looks like he was getting hit by a lightsaber is what you just said. <laughs> what are you talking about but seriously so dominic gets involved in the match right he has to what if it turns out brock's dominic's father that would be fucking after all this great. time we thought it was eddie but it was wow. brock 
I want him to fuck up Dominic. Again? I mean, if Dominic turns on Ray, it's not right. It's not like, Ray. where Ray's does that, that go, yeah. though? You know, where does that honestly go? <laughs> but I would love for Evan Brock- Williams, friend of the show. So this is about Dominic. He, and it's really funny. He's like, he has the most millionaire son's body I've ever seen oh. in my entire oh, life. Oh, dude, it's all of them. <laughs> Nick Hogan has that yeah. body. Where it's the like- fucking uh, boy Kardashian. What the fuck is his name? Um, just yeah. a life Rob Kardashian? Where's that the dad? That's the dad that worked with OJ. Maybe um, that's his name too, though. Rob Jr., probably. I forget. Well, anyway, I, I think every match looks good. Um, yeah, I'm honest. I'm looking forward to all of it. I mean, does NXT win? No, I think SmackDown's going to win all the Why? big matches. Because Fox owns WWE right now. You saw that they have Fox written on the back of the SmackDown shirts? That was surprising to go on USA Network and have Fox. What the fuck is that I, I, th- I mean, I think that Fox is going to be like, no, 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 we're coming out on top. Absolutely. I think there'll be a couple matches. Like, I How think a- AJ will win his match. I think that like maybe the NXT tags or the NXT women, they'll win. But the two big team matches, I think are both going to go to SmackDown. No fucking way. That's my prediction. I've been wrong a million times before. Yes, you have. Number seven. Moment of silence for Jim Cornette. <laughs> Jim Cornette, you moron. <laughs> Leaving. <laughs> he's out at the NWA Power Hour. He's out. Because he said a thing. Listen, He said like, a thing I wouldn't say. It, it um, is like an old-timey thing. Like I've heard variations of things like that yeah. said by... Cowboy types. Let me say this about Jim Cornette. What he said was racist. It was a racist remark. Yes. Do I know if he's racist? I have no idea. I don't think he's racist. I I, I mean he's he's very he, he votes progressively. He's a huge Democrat. I know I know that. Yes. And very left, but that doesn't roll you out of like you know that conversation of whether or not you're like a racist. Also, we're two white guys talking about it, so yeah. take this all with a you know a grain of salt. It's a bad move. What if he picked another food? Because he's talking about Ethiopia. People are starving. Yeah, there. that's I th- the idea. I think that he would have been fine. Yeah. I think that I think he would have been fine. But which is kind of funny because then he's still just making a joke about starving children. That's fine. And everyone's like, "That's fine." Yes. That's like, which is fine. actually the more fucked up thing. Yeah. You know, than saying a particular uh, ethnicity likes a particular food is more fucked up than saying like, yeah, you can make a joke about kids starving. That's like, I said, if you really like break it down, you're like, well, but I mean, think about the things that Jerry Lawler has said on commentary. I mean, they must rein him in. I mean, I, it's crazy. I mean, they probably have someone jerk him off before he goes on. air. (laughs) They got to get all that out of Lawler before Uh. he starts talking. <laughs> That's why Dominic, get over here. Time. Someone didn't jerk him off and he wanted to say some things. <laughs> Puppies. <laughs> it's, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, number eight. Yeah, well, farewell, Jim Cornette. I mean, I don't really, I, I can't watch NWA Power, man. I can't nah, do I can it. watch I some of it. I can't do it I don't know why. Episodes, but God bless them. I know they're all very talented. You know, I understand why uh, he was, he was, it's just so weird that in 2019. <laughs> You know what it is? It's like wait, a nostalgia. Wait, wait, wait. Just, just, just yeah, let me go. say it. That Billy Corgan had to call Jerry Waller and fu- no Jim Cornette. Fu- yes, Jim Cornette. I'm sorry, and fire him. Yeah. The lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins had to fire Jim Cornette yeah. from the NWA. It's 
Like we're leaving, living in this weird hellscape yeah. like because kn- Trump won all these other things that and shouldn't you make know, sense or are, are, are somehow aligned. You know, Bill, there's no way Billy was like, you know what you did was terrible and you got to go. You know, he was just like, look, Jim, <laughs> <laughs> what if he fed him the line? <laughs> no, that was I just such can't a Jim, believe they didn't edit it out before. That's the other him. thing. It was such a Jim Cornette thing to say. Yeah. It was so... And I actually, I mean, I don't know. Have, I haven't seen his response. He's just resigned, right? Has he said it's bullshit or apologized? Which route is he taking? I didn't even look. I mean, you know he thinks it's bullshit. He th- yeah, he probably thinks it's bullshit, but I think... Is this something that Cornette will even apologize for? That's my real question. I do. I do think Cornette will apologize. Um, yeah. Uh, I, do, I, I do, too. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just... I'm I'm looking I'm looking to see. Yeah, he just let's get a confirmation on Jim Cornette. <laughs> it doesn't really say. It doesn't say. Well, I don't know when his. We'll probably know when his next podcast comes out. Or he just won't mention it, and he just like takes the entire time to shit on Jungle Boy or. So okay, so he fucking Marco stunt. Ooh, okay, so we have to tune into his fucking podcast tomorrow. This morning, Jim Cornette said, Morning, all. Wish I had time to thank, acknowledge, retweet, block, or cuss out all of you. But there's too many weighing in and too little time. Tune into Friday's Jim Cornette experience for complete details and all the controversies. He does not seem like he is going to apologize. <laughs> I feel like he's going to make things a little worse. Well, and you know, the other thing is, like, he's so unbeloved already. Like, these people don't like him. No, nobody nobody likes him backstage. I mean, even, even someone beloved, you can't say these things anymore, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think you could, look, I, here's you the think thing. Of, if, you think if a beloved guy said it, He'd know he would be like an I am Spartacus be, moment, but he'd be like, <laughs> with slurs. <laughs> well, yeah. First off, have you seen that studio audience? I mean, that's the thing. That's is the like, other thing, and also it's a fucking nostalgia thing. It's, it's an like, NWA show. It's like it, that joke is. If that joke became a wrestling promotion, it would be the NWA power that's, hour. That's how you gotta. That's how you gotta swerve that. You gotta go. You know how like uh, when you watch like a movie that takes place in an old time, they better yeah. be saying the things. The old yeah, timey people. No, he's said. just saying what the old timers are saying. Yeah, NWA Power is a period piece. <laughs> yeah. And because of that, exactly, that would have been totally acceptable in 1983, right? I I think so. I mean, well, they really just believed the it swerve. in 1983, but I mean, in that in that area, in 1983, they do a video package of him running through a village that just like filmed like in the back of a barn somewhere. They'd be really? like, "What was that for?" No, I'm saying they would. Oh yeah, they would. They would yeah, literally was, have Trevor Murdoch running through like, a like fake village like, with Ethiopian kids. Yeah, chasing. yeah, and he and he's his whole thing was like he was like representing like Yokozuna, these fearsome monsters that don't speak English. Yeah. You know, like it's wrestling, man. Everybody's like racist. <laughs> so you know, he he was good on the show. I will say that. Well, and then, and then I saw uh, so. Jim Ross last night is doing commentary. Jim Ross, oh man, and Please. and he's talking about um, uh, LAX uh, Pride and Prejudice, whatever the fuck they're called now. They're called pr- proud pride and, powerful. and powerful, proud and powerful. And uh, and he's like, he's like, these boys have been in handcuffs before, you know, they've dealt with handcuffs. And then someone wrote him like, I'm never watching the show again. <laughs> and he's like, they're heels. I'm just talking about them as heels. Also, like, he like caught somebody spit in his mouth and spit it back. 
Yeah. He's been in handcuffs. If yes, you want to exactly. do that, yeah. there's nothing to do with his race. And we're talking about sexually, by the way. Yeah, sexually. Okay. Anyway, uh, it does, it, you know, I, I do think that, like, there is a trigger te- tendency in our culture that if, you know, somebody fucks up once, it's like, they're out. You know, but Jim Cornette, unfortunately, Jim Cornette has, is just like he's been fucking he up just for a long is a time. fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess it uh, I, culturally, like I was like, if this was his first thing, I'd be like, all right, maybe give him a pass. Have him apologize. But I mean, you know, he's he's, he's going to fuck up again. That That's yeah. Look at this. this dude, I was listening to Meltzer today and <laughs> Meltzer un- unintentionally said one of the funniest things. In the world, he goes. You know that one didn't really uh, bother. You know, it really bothered me when he went after uh, Justin Roberts. When Justin Roberts um, went into the audience and he saw that kid who got hit and he had a suit, and then you know, uh, Jim Cornette said, uh, "Don't trust Justin. He's a pedophile." He was making a joke <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. Now that really bothered me. Uh, but it's weird because when Eric Bischoff said that about me, uh, I wasn't offended. <laughs> I was like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> and you can. Okay, and the best what? thing is, in the middle of it, you can hear him typing. Uh, he's looking up like the story. I, that's my favorite part about it. You can tell he's got like a a big old fucking like an old fashioned Macintosh computer. with yeah. like an Oregon Trail like on the- it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just typing away. Those like 1980s like computers through archives. Yeah. What a fucking rain man. <laughs> Oh, Dave Meltzer, man. I love Brian Alvarez, though. I like Dave Meltzer, I like Dave Meltzer, too. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's, you know, it's like, you know, you got to have him. (laughs) Number eight, who, and this is going to probably piss you off, Scab. I don't give a fuck what you think. What the Who besides Cody and Dustin of the Elite has, have given me enough while in AEW to cheer for them? Why don't you just having a great match enough? That's my question. I think that's a legitimate fucking question. Give it the times, dog. Dude, I was... You need to watch BTE on YouTube. You need to follow their fucking... Yes, you do. If you have cable, you're an old loser. Everything is internet. I should watch more BTE. Some of it I've enjoyed. I I don't help with the ratings on either because I watch all illegally. (laughs) Like a a goddamn... Like a fucking regular human being in 2019. This is like the fifth crime Scott's admitted to on this podcast. I watch them illegally, and then I watch YouTube and all that stuff, all the cool modern things, okay? And so when you go, oh, are they... You know, who other than Cody is being pushed? It's like, no, all of them, because I'm out here consuming the product. I I, I love New Japan. You know, I I don't don't love New Japan like you love New Japan. You know way more about it than me. But I'm wearing Kenny Omega's shirt right now. I fucking love his matches. I loved him in New Japan. I love the, you know, the simple stories they would tell in the match with the incredible moves. I love the Young Bucks. I still think they're probably, you know, top five tag teams of all time. All that shit. I'm just saying... Could they be helping themselves more to transition to a TV audience? And I think that the answer is yes. Yes. I think, personally, um, there's... Because right now, the most over people in that company like are Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, John Moxley. Yes. And then maybe you could make an argument for Dustin. (laughs) 
like when he comes out, you know, no, like no, like when right. he came out this week and he got like a huge pop. Yeah, you're right. So um, the four of those people are all or WWE guys. That's where they, you know, like they're, yes. they're WWE guys. They spent a majority, if not all, of their career. Maybe Jericho. I don't yeah. know. It's half and half. And WWE. And another. So thing. they haven't figured out. Oh, oh, MJF. I'm sorry. MJF is the one. You know, he's the star. And Hangman Page is starting to get there. He's the star that they. Okay, made. and and and. A thing all of those guys have in common is there's like a there is a take me seriously aspect to it. Like, yeah, I mean you could say I mean, Luchasaurus. I know people are. He's the people, fucking champion. And Luchasaurus he's is over, you know. And yeah, but I'm you just know, saying like, that. Those, I'm saying that like I just think that like I, I wish that I wish there was a way to introduce. Kenny and the Bucks a little differently. I, I agree. I, I watched I don't, the don't Kenny know what thing the way to do. that aired uh, on AEW. This I, week. I liked. I liked the. I liked the package they had after. Um, after the event, after Full Gear, when it was just, you know, Kenny being told he wasn't queer to wrestle. That was great. That was great. And now this week, it's him going. You know, he's going to no, be back next that. week. Yeah. He's going to fight Pack. And then he does the weights thing, and it's like no weight, and it's like a, it's like a joke. They do like a little joke, and yeah. it's like. Why? Why do you well? Why do you do the no way thing? Because you why do really the joke? Doing the joke. The joke. It was. It, this was a situation where you almost killed in a match. Yeah, it's like treat be this serious. serious. Yes. Um, I do think that they could. That that would be a great benefit. I also think he should lose next week against uh, Pack. Pack. I think he should lose. Zach, what do you think? You think he should lose next week again? Kenny Omega. I mean, the comeback would be too quick. Yeah, I think. I think Pac should beat everybody. Yes. I love Pac. I think he's probably the one of the best they got. Pac, Jericho, the fucking yeah, promos. I mean, it can't happen because they're both heels, but holy shit. They're both heels. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that match. Pac's going to win their mid-card title. Perhaps, or it could be MJF. I heard they might not have a mid-card title for a very long time. I heard that they were announcing it in December. Fuck me. When did you hear that? I mean, I read it I th- on the I internet. thought one of the Jackson boys did a... Uh, did like a Q&A. And he I heard, I heard like, one of them, maybe it was like Cody, that was like, yeah, we'd like to have a mid-card title. And then one of the Bucks was like, no. No, right? Yeah, yeah. so it, it's it's conflicting. I think for a two-hour show, you don't really need one, you know? Like that North American title is kind of a fucking waste on NXT. Yeah. Number nine. Triple H thinks people shouldn't be asking for their releases over the internet. If that's true... Oh, like, does the think boss be- think a thing like that? <laughs> But but if if, if it, let's take Triple H at his word, which is already making me laugh. Um, but let's take Paul Levesque at his word. And if you like quit something by posting it on social media and not talking to your employer first, I do think that that's like a little bit of a bitch move. But I'm sure in most of these cases they it's- were telling them. Hey, we really need to talk. We need to talk. I don't want you know like there is some. I want to get I out will of say here. It's like. When you do it and it's WWE, it's like, yeah, he's speaking up for himself. But like when you quit like McDonald's <laughs> on Twitter, you're crazy. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, maybe these people should be looked at like, well, this is a little reckless. But at the same time, I, I feel like they have nowhere else to turn. I The way Triple H put it was like these people have literally never said anything to them. And then they try to quit online. That is strange. You should talk to your boss first. And when something is not met, you should turn to the internet, you know? Yeah. Hey, look, quit. I'm trying to leave. They won't let me. I feel trapped. I just and, want and, you to know I don't want to be here. And here's the thing is, like, those contracts have so many holes in them. If any of them had, like, real loss support, I'm sure they could get out of the contract. Um, but the problem is, like, a lot of these guys are retired from the indies. I mean, how much money do they have? Yeah. 
All right, so that we was need just like a an already depressing parlay to to do it. Yeah, we need to. What you need, what you need is let's get the Tony Mal- Khan to pay Melinda for the and Bill expenses. Gates Foundation on it. You say, boys, you want out? You want to fucking change that whole company's way they fucking operate? I'll fund the fucking court. Let's get rid of this whole independent contractor thing. Yeah, I don't know if he would want that. Here's what Tony Khan should do. Tony Khan's not like Bernie Sanders. He's still a CEO. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he's still, he still, the bottom line is still important. I heard, I heard they're going to sign the uh, ACH, dude. They're going to sign ACH? I heard not only is ACH going to show up soon, I heard they're going to push him to the fucking moon. Where'd you hear that? And from? it's going to be like, it's going to be like, oh my God, look what, Look how fucking amazing this guy is in WWE. Where'd was gonna do some from? bullshit. I read. I've never really seen. Read some guy so. with an anime, uh, anime profile picture on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, He's, I know that guy. He said it, but it got a lot of likes. <laughs> All right, let's get to number ten. You more excited about Bash of the Beach or Starcade? No one's excited. Starcade isn't a fucking thing. It's like a house show that they air yeah, an hour of, pretty... and nobody gives a fuck, and it's, well, it's ass. Bray Wyatt versus and then like uh, Ric Flair shows the up. The Fiend versus Braun Strowman. It's a big match. Wait, say that again. The Fiend <laughs> versus Braun Strowman. That's a big match. But the no. the real the real story about this all is, I mean. I'm more excited about Bash of the Beach at Starcade. You know, whatever. Bash of the Beach would be kind of fun to see again. Starcade is a glorified house show. Scott's right. But, it, you know, it could be fun. There could be fun matches. I don't know. But the episode of Dynamite on the Jericho Cruise, I mean, it's so going I really think it's going to either dope. be great or a disaster. Oh, like the like, end of like, AEW? No, like, yeah, like, you know, like, Har- like the Sturgis bike rally shows. Oh, no, baby. These people are here. <laughs> For it, they already filmed like uh, some matches that were on like Fight TV or whatever last year, and they looked great. You know, all they got to do is plug in commentary. It's being filmed like two days before that Wednesday, right? So it's not going to be a live show. Uh, it's going to be awesome to to see whatever antics Jericho gets into <laughs> on his cruise ship. Like he is inviting AEW to his ship. I don't think he re- there is something I, he wrestle? so fucking should he funny. wrestle or should he be in no he should game? act like he's yeah. the fucking king pirate he should be like Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator yeah right? he should it's be like, like Christopher Columbus <laughs> coming to New Land he should be king shit like king shit like in a like like stretched out on a throne yes he should have while it watching it the seas are mine it's going to be so fucking fun it's gonna be really fun um, and then Darby Allen's gonna like fucking cough and drop off of it get fucking chopped I up I mean by look man Darby Allen's a hell of a worker uh, he's so much fun to watch he's man. fun to he's watch different. but like it's just a little much man the body bag and then he skateboards out of the body it he's just one of those sounds guys, like somebody though, that trying like, to get too much attention he's one of those guys he's like scrappy and he's like I remember when I was in high school there was a kid that was like him and that kid got punched in the face right yeah. but his teeth like cut my friend's finger and then my friend got an infection and almost died from was his this a teeth. dog? No, but that's <laughs> that's Darby Allen. Like when yeah. he wrestles, you're like, oh my god, someone it's like trying to fight a zombie. It's like pushing Hexy a zombie off. Fighting here. this dude. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a great worker. I I, I thought the like the beginning was a, they brought the body bag to a concert and then he skateboarded out of the bus. It was a lot. It was just, it, it was, was a lot. Like, but this is why it, was it like, works. It's like a 13 year old if he got to like all his ideas greenlit. This is why it works though. Guys like that are a lot. They're fucking weird, and they do bring body bags to shit, and you go, 
Yeah, film it, I guess. Yeah, it'd be totally fucking demonic. You wouldn't want to hang out with... Okay, like out of the AEW roster, who would you want to hang out with the most? Joey Janela, dog. Joey Janela. Me and fucking Joey Janela, dude, doing shrooms together and watching uh, Japanese game shows. That's my dream. That's interesting. Who do you want to hang out with the most? Am I drinking or not drinking? Who? Both. Not drinking. Not drinking Cody Rhodes so I could get a job. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking? Drinking. Jericho. I feel like Jericho would hurt my feelings. Yeah, but it would be hilarious. I don't think he'd respect me enough for me to enjoy him. Well, that's interesting. Little uh, bonus, uh, bonus number eleven. Uh, match it's of the November, week, baby. Eleventh month. Here we go. Match of the week. Darby Allen. Here's just a reminder of some of the matches of the week. Darby Allen versus John Moxley. Phoenix versus Nick Ch- Jackson. Andrade versus Rollins. Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre. The Undisputed Era versus the Revival. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley and the Adam Cole ladder match. What do you got, Zach? I want to hear it. What do you think? Of NXT? No, the match of the of week. All of them, like, but all if it's them. NXT, sure. Match of the week, AEW, NXT. I mean, come on. You going to really say it was fucking Rollins versus anybody? No. So we don't got to I think the ladder match was probably the best match. Really? Interesting. I had I the most that, fun watching it. thought it was a little lackluster. I want to go with Phoenix versus Nick Jackson. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was a, it was a little match. contrived. I'm never, I, oh, wow. Okay, a so contrived. how about you? Um, I thought that Nick Jackson Ray Phoenix match was ridiculous. Really, what, what I thought it was ridiculous. I enjoyed like, it. Oh, you're saying it like some carny bullshit. It was some carny bullshit. Oh my god! I thought at first out of control. This first, is how those fir- first couple this is the minutes. The first step into becoming Jim Jim Cornette, by the way. I mean, those first couple minutes, it was just it was like a, it was a dance. It was like one, yeah, two but step, I kind of liked it. One, I mean, two, that's kind of plie plie. Yes, sure. I kind of liked it. I, 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 I look. All then I know it about got a lot guys, of fun. Okay, so I don't, what, I don't like asking myself what is happening right now in a wrestling. Yes, match. I will say this. I enjoyed uh, it. Revival versus uh, Core Combat. Are they still being called Core Combat? Undisputed Era. Undisputed, Undisputed Era. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's what most people seem to be in agreement on that that match was excellent. It was great. I don't think it was something about it. I was like, this is very good. There were some people who were like, this is the tag team match of the year, and it's like, okay, yeah, you don't watch wrestling that much, fine, but it was fine enough. No, dude, NXT was a really fun show. I thought the matches this week were like the least impressive matches. Okay, NXT so what's your match of the week? Um, I'm going with Mox Allen, I think. Really? The only problem that I had with that, and I thought it was a great match, but I guess, you know, it's not a problem as much as like, I just saw the finish of their match in Jersey where Darby the was handcuffs. handcuffed and they yeah, got the finisher. That's what, that's what Jericho uh, and him did. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just kind of I missed that. You expected something. Expected the, the body bag really didn't pan out well. No. The body bag only pan. The best like time I've seen a body bag used was... Actually, it was a, it was a stretcher when Big Show took Rey Mysterio and hit it against the Oh, ring and ball. swung it. That was amazing. fucking awesome. Yeah. Probably the best thing Big Show's ever done. Um, yes. I, I would say. Besides, oh, well, I mean, unless you want to count, like, my favorite wrestle crap ever is him falling off his dad's oh, coffin in, like, and doing the slowest rollback. I've ever seen in my entire life. Ooh. And another bonus topic, and then we're going to wrap things up. Number 12, Samoa Joe. I thought he was a terrific announcer. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was he was great on commentary. He's a great I, talker. I put him in. Uh, he clearly loves. He, he, he loves wrestling. Yes, if you notice, that's the difference between a good commentary commentator and a bad commentator. He loves pro wrestling, and so he he's loves able wrestling. to he's talk a, about it. He's got a great deep voice. Yes. He's able to fucking uh, complete a thought about it without sounding like a moron because he understands. Is that the bar? Yeah, he understands pro wrestling. That's just the bar. <laughs> um, well, that wraps up this week. <laughs> Next week. This week's episode was very like uh, dance fantasies. It was like number 15. <laughs> be kind of cool if uh, Samoa Joe was a uh, commentator, wouldn't it be? <laughs> what, if- <laughs> what if Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Dated Nikki Cross. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking know, Dan. Oh, cool, cool, cool. You, you see, like I'm writing a literatica story Who about would, it. Okay, you have to bring a wrestler from NXT to Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's this is Dan's fantasy booking. Who would you bring from NXT to Thanksgiving? Ooh, it's how like a lot of these dumb online interviews get a ton of hits. They ask dumb shit like this. Velveteen Dream. Cool. I, I want to see how my uncle would <laughs> would react Your homophobic to him. Racist uncle would react <laughs> how he would react to him. <laughs> and I think that would be fun. Oh, all right. Or Sunny Kiss, who I like to call the real Velveteen Dream. <laughs> yeah, he's out there living the life. Um. Next week, special Thanksgiving episode. I don't know why I said like, I Very special Thanksgiving Slowly uh, slip into a bathtub and sl- slice my wrist. And we really appreciate everyone like tweeting at us this week. Yeah, it was very sweet. That was really man. nice. Even though most of the tweets were don't kill yourself yet. Yes. There was a yet on a few of them. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I think you should always... You, you should you, always leave the door open. Leave the door open. That's what CM Punk said. Leave the door open. He said, you never say never. You know your so. hero. Yep, there goes my hero. <laughs> now next week uh, we will not be talking about the current uh, state of wrestling. And let's be honest, you know what's going to happen next week on every fucking show. They're going to put like a turkey on somebody's head. Yeah. There's going to be a fucking pie fight. Yeah, there's going to be some, some stuffing. dog shit. And then yeah. Jericho will do something funny. Yeah, and like and and the Lashley and Lana story will get crazier. Oh, that's about what it. happened this week with them again. I forget. I forget. That's how bad it's gotten. I literally forget. And something definitely happened with them. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. And I'm, I'm I was almost I was proud of us for not even uh, mentioning it. But we you know, we didn't we didn't we didn't last the marathon, man. We finally had to mention I heard that they got a movie line. coming out. We'll uh, we'll discuss that on the next thing since that's a movie. Well, speaking of movies, too. next week's episode, we will be reviewing the Marine starring John Cena. The movie that did not put him on the map. That put Cena on the map. That's what it did. Hoorah. Damn. It's a, spe- a special episode for, for you the military. Just, what, if you, what, if you, what if you saw the wrong movie and you just watched Jarhead and you're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This movie's it's great. Phenomenal. Um, <laughs> just uh, some uh, house cleaning. Um, I'm going to be at uh, the Comedy Cellar this week and also this show Barbershop in New York City, which is... Really good. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, in the East Village. I think you can get tickets on that on Eventbrite. I'm not totally sure. And, uh, yeah, I got some new dates up for December. I'm going to be 
you know, at, at, at Yuck Yucks, I'm going to be um, filming something for Comedy Central, like this featuring thing that they do on Instagram in Austin the week after that. And then uh, I'll be at uh, the Philly Punchline and at the Egremont Inn. So I got I got a lot of dates this December, and I'll make sure that they're, uh, they're out there, folks. Um, and uh, please rate and subscribe and review the podcast. More five-star reviews, the better. Ding ding! How about Scott? What do you? What do? I'm in New York Comedy Club uh, this Saturday. I am at uh, uh, Chrisley Pear this Sunday all night, and I am planning a. Uh, well, my buddy is planning a big show in Jersey City, January twenty first. That I'll keep you guys posted on. But uh, oh, awesome stand up we'll show. Is it going to be like on a- it? It's going to be yeah, stand up show, and uh, we'll have more details in the future. But my buddy Damon's throwing it, so it's awesome. going to be fun. Check it out, guys. Zach? Zach actually left 30 minutes ago. Oh, no. All right. See you next week. Ting, ting.